Hello, you're listening to Dope Comedians, a podcast about comedians who use weed to help with depression and whatever else is going on in life. Subscribe today to listen to subscriber-only episodes and audio, as well as bonus episodes and clips. To gain full access, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and YouTube Podcasts. Now, let's get at it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm your host, Marcella Riley. It's been a minute since we've done it, and it's been because of COVID, uh, so I'm glad we're back. It feels a little comfortable to be around people, so that's why we're doing the show again. Uh, we have a really great, great show today. It's going to be super fun. Uh, I'm going to be talking to a Detroit comedian. His name's Jeff Hurst. Uh, he was uh, on a show with Kevin Hart. He performs at The Laugh Factory. He's got a Comedy Central special. This dude's busy. So it's going to be a great interview. Uh, but before I bring him on, I have something that I found that was really, really dope. I want to share it with y'all. Um, it looks, it might look silly right now, but it's a water bottle. Um, it's not a regular water bottle. It is, uh, it is made by this company called uh, Puffco. Puffco is located in Valencia, California, and they specialize in making products that are for dabbing. Uh, so basically make really high-end weed products. Uh, so they recently came out with this water bottle and it looks like a basic ass water bottle, but it's a bong. Oh, you didn't know that, huh? Uh, so we got a bong uh, water bottle. Uh, I'm gonna show you how to use it real quick. Jeff and I are gonna be smoking out of it. So I'm gonna show you how we use this. Um, and then uh, I don't know what's gonna happen after that. We're just gonna have fun. So uh, this is how you use this. You're gonna open it up here. And we're gonna pull some water. So they recommend on their website or the video that I watched to um, pour this up to 420 milliliters. Duh. There's a line that indicates that. <laughs> right there, so I got mine 420. Um, I like to put ice in my bong to cool down the, the smoke. So I'm gonna drop some ice in my my, uh, my water bottle. Ooh, that sounded like something I, dropping in a toilet. I never knew about the ice. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not 
I enjoy weed. I'm not weed savvy. Oh, you about to be savvy. I didn't, uh... You about to be super savvy. Um, and then this is the water filter. Uh, for those of y'all who know what that's for, there you go. Um, okay. So once that's in there, we're gonna flip open this mouthpiece here. And look what we got. Bam. We got some hidden weed. It says storage, um, a hidden storage for uh, your flower. And you're just gonna take off the little silicone tab and put the, the storage into the air hole. And if you've ever ripped a bong before, you know what's about to happen. But if you have not, check this out. I think I did it. I don't know. Oh yeah, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> that worked. This is my first time taking a rip off of this. Oh yeah, it works. So this is what we're gonna be smoking out of. Uh, it's called the Budsy, made by Puffco. Um, I'm not getting paid for by them or for them or anything. They didn't give this to me, I bought it. So it's not a sponsorship thing. But if you stick around to the end of the episode, Jeff and I are gonna tell you what we think about the Budsy. Everybody, this guy, I have been having a blast researching him and basically stalking him and learning about him. Uh, it's gonna be, I hope that I'm gonna, I hope I ask questions that have not been asked before. Uh, I think I will, but uh, he has a Comedy Central uh, special out right now. It's called Kevin Hart Presents Next Level. Uh, he's always on the Chocolate Sunday show. Uh, I think he just had a show uh, yeah. that's at the Laugh Factory. And uh, he has a, a cool series called Roast This Post. I am so excited to get it with Jeff Horst. What up, dude? Hey. Thanks for being on the Thanks for having me. Yeah. I appreciate this. How's your, how's your, um, how's your Budsy going? Uh, it's going. This, I'm, uh, I'm just in the, the pouring the weed in step. <laughs> and uh, I just made up using the instructions oh, that's to pour a good it call. in. I, I don't. My uh, my girlfriend introduced me to weed, basically, and uh, I I have regrets of the times in life I didn't smoke weed. Mm. That's where I'm at. Where I'm like, I can't believe I didn't smoke weed in college. Do you How mind dumb if I, is that? May I ask your age? I'm 33. Okay, and you started smoking when? How long have we? Now 24. That's not no, no, that's not bad. So I'm just like, oh 24? man, you know, I'm like all, all my my college friends. There's just like, I think that's a I good. Just, I drank with them and I didn't smoke for some reason. And then, uh, well, I then grew, the whole world unlocked. <laughs> yeah, when you start smoking. I, I I didn't start smoking till like around the same age, but I grew up around, I grew up in Long Beach. So every, it's weed is everywhere. And <laughs> it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. You, you trip over it. It's just. <laughs> it's like in Africa, how they are lined up on the streets. I don't know if you're like in Africa, but weed is, it just grows on the streets. Um, but yeah, okay. I feel, I feel like I'm already doing it wrong. Okay, what so. What did I do wrong so far? <laughs> you get, this is the mouthpiece here. Ah. And then, oh, okay, so my bad. Take the um, the storage piece out. Ah. And then you're gonna put it in the air hole right there. Oh, okay. And then push it down a little bit. Maybe, but not too hard, because you have to pull it out. So okay. when, you, when you rip okay. it, you gotta pull it out. No, pull it out. Pull it out, pull it out, do it. There you go. <laughs> I, pulled it, I did what you said not to do, and I pushed it in too far. 
So you got all that hard. weed smoke. <laughs> I can't pull this thing out. So yeah, that that's an important lesson. Pull it out. Pull it out. Oof. Oh man. You, did yeah, you get it? There you go. There's still some ways to go. <coughs> okay. So you started smoking after college, which I think is totally yeah. fun. It's not a bad time to start smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about, actually, let's not even get to, well, what, what kind of Whatever. weed do you, what kind of weed do you, now that you smoke, what kind of weed do you buy? Um, I prefer sativa and then indica at night is really what is really what it is. Does indica actually I, help you sleep? Is that why you do um, it? Yeah. I mean, it, I, I feel like I can still sleep after having sativa. Like, I don't think it like keeps me up. Like, like some people are like, no, I can't sleep. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it makes me a little bit more tired. So I feel like that's the time that I've given up on the day. <laughs> and uh, I'm, to me, indica is like, I'm, I've decided I don't want to be productive. Okay. It's a it's a non it's a decision I made <laughs> where I will not be using a hundred percent of my brain anymore. Okay, I feel you. I don't. I I found indica to for me to be. I can use it for whatever, like it's uh -huh. same as sativa. Okay. Um, but it the only reason why I don't really smoke it is if I have some really bad anxiety, mm. it just heightens it. So yeah. I just avoid indica because of the indica heightens your anxiety. Mm -hmm. Oh. I usually hear people talking about that about sativa. I do too. Yeah, yeah. I think we're just all different. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we all just smoke different. Do you have a? Um, are you uh, like a, a specific uh, strain that you like? There's so I'm many. Really, I'm really just lazy with all things of having to have a favorite. Mm. So to me, just any like I was like addicted to energy drinks and never had a. Just give me that. Give me it. That's that's where I'm. <laughs> so, don't care what it is. So yeah. I, I like sativa, but I don't think there's been a specific a specific uh, strain okay. that I've ever really like uh, gotten into. So you don't like read the percentage of THC. I, I I've gotten too lazy and accustomed to my girlfriend doing all of the oh. the research and okay. work, okay. and uh, so she has favorites. And I just enjoy weed. Whatever. Yeah. So then it's usually just all following her lead of uh, okay. <laughs> of all of the research for That's it. That's fine. That's the easy way to go. Yeah. Um, we we will use like um, the packs sometimes. Okay. We'll, we'll use the uh, a regular bong, not this fancy thing, which I think <laughs> this is like. So you can bring it on a plane. Like this looks like a bong you could travel with. Yeah, like a game. I got my weed taken for me at the Dodger Stadium, which is so Gotten taken from you? Yeah. I got from like weed. security or just like a dude that was being a bully? I, yeah. <laughs> Give me your weed. Uh, no, I was in line going, like waiting to get security check. And uh -huh. I had the one police officer. Everyone else had like the regular Dodger Stadium. Yeah, uh, security, and, and I had the like, one. He's like, no LAPD. bombs, keep going. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> and you have... then me, the the, the, security, the officer was like checking everything and unscrewing everything, and just like, what is that? What is this? What is this? What is that? It's was, was done. Yeah, all my weed was gone, all of it. But it was they a great day. Checking that out at the at the airport, I just know. shaking you down like that. Listen, I'm a black woman, <laughs> so <laughs> these things are probably more scrutinized for me. Sure. Um, speaking of black. You grew up in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> I did. 
<laughs> um, did your are your family uh, were they is that like a family your family was from there and you guys just raised there or did uh, they there? yeah that my parents both you know grew up uh, not too far outside of like a like a Detroit suburb and uh, and then they moved to I grew up at like the there's a city called Southfield okay and it uh, it there's like the I grew up at Eight Mile and Evergreen, and so I was like across the street from Detroit, basically. Oh, okay. So I grew up in Southfield, but then when I tell people that I grew up in a suburb of Detroit, there's so many. Southfield is a, is still a majority black city, so yeah. it it feel I feel like I've had too many audience members get confused if when I just didn't mention Detroit, and they're like, so they they're picturing some rich white suburb, and they're just like confused. Oh, that's interesting. Because I've had people, unfortunately, because that's the world where if I talking about racial issues doing stand up, they'll come up to me afterwards and just yeah. be like, so why? What? What? Why do you care? Like, it's just like, wow. <laughs> what a point. And I've gotten it to enough times to be like, even if somebody's not bold enough to ask it, that might be in the back of someone's mind where they're like, why is this white guy talking about race this much? <laughs> well, why do you and talk about so, race this much? <laughs> Uh, I th- I think it it all kind of blended in from growing up. Yeah. So then when I did stand up, it f- the where was the, the first place I did stand up was in uh, was in Ann Arbor. There was an open mic at a place called Big Ten Burrito, <laughs> and uh, and I and I went to college right outside of Ann Arbor, and and I started stand up a little bit after that, and the first few times. I quickly found the 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 black comedians to be just the most accepting, mm. and maybe it was also a little bit for my comfortability because that kind of represented more of my friends growing mm-hmm. up. And but the, the the starting out in the white rooms, it was I, it took me a while to adjust to making white people laugh. Basically, oh, there was a few years where I was just like everything I wanted. I just, they'll get so offended talking about hunting like where it's like there's places where if you talk about hunting it's like they get more they get offended like you said some racist shit like like to like that at that level yeah they accept some people and i just like it makes me want to make fun of it more because i'm like it's a it's a hobby dude it's a hobby it's not your life man relax if i can't insult somebody's hobby what the fuck are we doing at a comedy show i agree but i didn't have that level of confidence to point, call them yeah. out on call them out directly. I was just like, they, every time I say those jokes, they don't like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just so the primarily I did shows in Detroit. Okay, out. and I, I feel like I'm very high, and I'm interrupting you. Am I am I interrupting you? Am I talking too fast? All right, <laughs> continue. Or you were talking. talking. You interrupted yourself. All right. Yeah. No. I I feel like. <laughs> Cause I can ramble. That's okay. Um, yeah, I, my mouth is so sticky. Because <laughs> um, I feel like you in. said something like, where's my family from? And then now we got here. So in my mind, I'm like, I don't even know if I asked, answered her question. You said, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, this is good. You're good. You're doing good. You're, okay. Jeff, you're doing great. Thanks. You're doing great. Um, I will add though, that when I'm somewhere else and people are joking about LA and they're like, LA traffic, I'm like, fuck you. You're not mm. from LA. So don't talk about LA. So I kind of yeah. get it, ish. But mm-hmm. so that's my point with that. 
Mm-hmm. But um, with your family, so they they grew up in Detroit. They didn't move. They just grew up there, and then yeah. you guys were born there. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yep. So then, what does your? I want to know about. Do you have any siblings? Yes, I'm the youngest of four. Uh, I'm an older brother and then two older sisters. Okay. Do you guys yeah. all get along? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. You guys have always gotten along. Uh, I mean, other than the, for the, the most yeah. part, uh, other than just regular, like you know. My big brother acting like a big brother type shit, you know. And then <laughs> mom and dad, what do they do? Uh, my mom uh, helps out. My my older sister and my uh, brother uh, own a daycare. And my mom, uh, growing up, she was a sign language interpreter. Hmm. And, uh, and now she just, you know, now she's retired and works at the daycare. Okay. And just helps with that. And yeah, my dad pretty much just helps with that too right now. Okay. But growing up, yeah, he worked at like grocery stores and uh, and whatever he could find. And I think that that's always partially, like I feel really lucky doing comedy and having a supportive family for it. Cause my dad was always like, I mean, I'm broke mm-hmm. and I don't like my job. Mm-hmm. Fucking go be broke and enjoy something. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? like, yeah. If that's it, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, so he kind of always was like supportive of any, I used to do yo-yos and he would like take me to yo-yos? do little, yeah. He used to like, like I would play with a yo-yo competitively. Oh. Like I was a oh. weirdo. And, <laughs> and my dad was like, yeah, this is fucking weird. I don't know if he wants to play with a fucking yo I, I did. Oh, how yeah. big are they? See, there's so, uh, I was just, I don't know. There's like, there's sometimes it would be on a yo-yo. It would be like uh, first place. Oh, yeah, a little, little yo-yo. That makes sense. And uh, you got first and place? And then I stopped uh, sometimes, but there's also different, uh, they would have different like rankings. So there'd be like, I would be like in the intermediate or middle class type of a thing. Like it got <laughs> deep. Like yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> like basically, I was never like first place in like the pro shit. And it goes pro, okay. Yeah. So like, is, does this still exist? I'm sure it does. There's like I'm a- sure it does somewhere if I had to guess, but the reason it stopped for me when I was in, I think I was in like middle school and uh, it's, <laughs> it stopped just because in Michigan, there was really just one place selling yo-yos. And it was in like, it was a store that was in like every mall. And then they were just like, we're just gonna move to Ohio. Like one day I went to the- I went to like this like yo-yo class that they would have at the mall and then they just the the other kiosk was like oh no they moved they're down in Toledo now and we're just like okay but you also went to a yo-yo class yeah, this is like classes and shit. <laughs> yeah. so it's probably now in Ohio that's where the yo-yo yeah, is at yeah yeah and then that's... I think that's kind of how it died out at least in Michigan around my okay. age cuz they were like yeah I'm not like, if it's not, yeah, if it's not, you're it's go not around way, and it wasn't, not, yeah, yeah, nobody was passionate enough about it. To. <sighs> well, that's a fun, like, that's a fun thing to grow up with. Though. How many years did you do that? Uh, how many years did I do? I feel like I did that like three or four yeah. years or something. That's a fun experience. Yeah, <laughs> yo yo, yo yo king, uh, <laughs> is like, or the yogurt king, yo yo king. <laughs> Um, what would you say, uh, you said your mom was a, she uh, was a sign language mm-hmm. interpreter. Um, what would you say your mother, what's the kind of the most valuable thing your mother has taught you or lesson she's taught you? Oh, wow. The most valuable lesson. Or memorable. Oh man, I, the longer I pause, the more mm-hmm. I'm a bad kid. I gotta think of something. 
I just think of something quick. Mom, if you're watching this, you've taught me a lot. I just, I, you gotta give me, I feel pressure on the, the one answer. Or a family member, any family um, member. Uh, I, see, except my parents didn't have like, I would, I would always, they didn't have like sayings. Yeah. So there are things that I've learned from them, but I always hear other people like, as my dad always said, and they had like a quote, and I was like, yeah, no, my dad didn't do quotes. Quotes. He, <laughs> but, but just, but, uh, but, a lot of it was w what I learned from both my mom and my dad was just kind of to enjoy whatever you do because I felt like, you know, my my dad's a great person, but he was just grumpy <laughs> growing up because he didn't like his job. His, yeah, he, yeah. He, you know, and uh, we were always broke. But my mom seemed to be, I mean, like her dad is uh, is deaf, so she grew oh, up right. doing okay. sign language, and she seemed to just be happier. Uh, I think because of that. And they were both very vocal and supportive of me doing comedy from the very beginning. And I think that just my outlook on just, just, just do whatever makes you happy. <laughs> it sounds so like cliche, but I feel like I learned that from my parents. Mm -hmm. Cause they just let me go to college and waste money. And then now I, <laughs> like it might've been a little bit too far in the other direction. Like I wish they would've been like, don't fucking go to college. What's that for? What are you, what are you gonna learn? The fucking the right ones going <laughs> forward. You should try to talk your kids out of going to I college. Know. I know. It's, yeah. oh my gosh. I think that's so true. It's, it's, it's so true. It, because then I feel like if they fight back and they're like, no, but I, I really wanna be a doctor. And they're like, all right, you passed the test. Fucking now you can <laughs> now go. go but if you can just talk a kid out of it easily, that means he doesn't have a thing he's excited to try to do. Now, like I went because I felt obligated. I was like, this is a thing that you have to do. Otherwise you're a failure kid. Oh. So I just, so I think there was something that really uh, I found interesting recently, which way I think there was an article I read that said um, th that they believe that we should stop asking children, what do you want to be when you grow up? Okay. Because as a kid, you only think of like three things that exist. And like, and then you think all that, that's what, that, that was the first important question I ever had was, what do you want to be when you grow up? And then it's like, what was your, you're trying to think of that. It's like, it's like, I want to play tag, get out of my <laughs> face, you know? So then you start to think that's, that's when you're a person. Oh, okay. I get it. So yeah. I feel like if any like depression I had as a kid was me not knowing that I eventually, until I found comedy, it really helped a lot just because I was like, I, I don't ha I haven't found the thing that I get to be an adult. Yeah. I never, I never, I worked at Jimmy John's. I'm like, I'm not, a, I'm not gonna be a sandwich maker. I'm not gonna just, yeah. just die sandwich maker on my <laughs> grave. Like, you know what I mean? Like what's, what's, when am I an adult? And uh, yeah, I don't know. Where is my family from? Is that what we're still? <laughs> You answered that like three times now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you, you mentioned uh, you, you've had a lot of black friends. Um, mm -hmm. What is, what's something that you have learned by being around so many black people that you would not have learned if you had grown up just around people mm. like you? Um, let me think. I've learned, there, there seems to be from, I would just say non-white families in general, but for me growing up, I saw it first in black families, just more of a respect for family. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that that was always just interesting to me because it was like, I'd, I'd see so, you know, people who'd have their cousins, they're, you know, living with them. And it's like, no, cousins are, 
people you see on holidays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's more of what I'm used to. Where it's just like I'm not like best friends. I love them all. You know, yeah. if you're watching, I'm sorry. I love you, but we didn't hang out. I didn't hang out with them as a kid. It's mm. not like we went to the movie theater or went to the mall. It seems like I would see my cousins mainly just on uh, family occasions, somebody's birthday or something. It would be at the most. Yeah. And so it that was something that I learned of just uh, how important family uh, can be mm-hmm. if uh, if that's like kind of something that you look at the whole entire time. Like I feel like I'm trying to be a better grandson now because oh, okay. I feel like I've people my age, like a lot of them, I still have both sets of grandparents. Oh wow! And, yeah, and I know a lot of people my age that are like, no, I didn't. I didn't start with both. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, or when I was five, or you know, I lost. And so. I feel like I want to make more of an effort to like, you know, give them a call and see them and you visit call them? and shit. I do. Yeah. When's well, the last time you spoke to them? Uh, I I should call more. My grand my grandpa Lee, my mom's uh, father. Uh, he's he's the one that's deaf, and so I call uh, Sorensen. There's like a company that you call and then you give the phone number, and so it's like he's like zooming. He's like skyping oh, with somebody who's yeah. an interpreter. And so, uh, yeah, I called him a few days ago and now I just like send him pictures. So that's like gotta be. I love taking pictures and I found I didn't have a reason. Like I didn't, I don't do anything. I love taking pictures just from my phone, but because I'm too simple and bad at decisions, the same thing with like weed. I'm not like, no, it's just whatever phone I have, I'm passionate taking that. That's it. I'm not gonna, yeah. but learning how to actually have like a camera, I'm like, that sounds like too much work. I'm just gonna be boring and have my phone because I'm not publishing them. But then I have like a terabyte of fucking storage just of pictures of a museum or a tree <laughs> or a, a park and nobody's ever gonna see them. They're just in my phone taking up space. I like to think that one day I'm gonna go back to those and like put the do something with them. Yeah, oh, that's where I was going. Yeah, I send them to my grandpa now. That's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do. So you said, okay. Yeah, he loves them. And then you, over, you overthink it. Don't debate which which oh. bench is perfectly in the center of whatever landscape. No, just picture from a grandson. Do you send them just... like all five shots of that same <laughs> thing? It's just like different angles that you're trying to- No, I would pick, I would just pick one of them and move on okay. to the next. I'm just saying like, I'll, I'll take like, if, if, if I was gonna post something on Instagram, I would make sure that it was like, in my mind, I, I'll, if I taking 20 pictures of the sunset, I'm gonna like debate <laughs> which one the sun's in what exact corner of the frame but if i'm sending it to my grandpa i'm like he's not gonna think that much about it as just, as me he just wanted it. he's just happy to see that sunset that's cool though yeah. um yeah. that's pretty dope uh so you're really close to your family mm-hmm. um so that's a good way to like when because comedy is so hard to pursue and you mm-hmm. have that support yeah um during something that i one of your i don't know if it's an interview or one of your jokes but you mentioned um, you, you threw out there like com- comedians are super sensitive people or really sensitive people. I, yeah. What would you say would make you the most sensitive or what are you sensitive about as a comedian? Like what is something that when you're on stage you're like if, if no one laughs or if, or like maybe. Oh, like uh, of like if it, what am I sensitive about like that I say? Or an insecurity. Or... Maybe that like a. Uh. Huh. A comedian and an insecurity that you would have. I I think that comedians in general are insecure, 
just is, I feel like there's just a lot of comedians where it's like if especially if you get in the habit too much of like that's what makes me happy is other people laughing then now you've made my happiness is when I can make other people then you can't <laughs> when are you you know what I mean it's yeah I, that can be like a bad habit I think to base all of your happiness on if if you put your entire life oh, into man. comedy and then it's like you, you play with a puzzle <laughs> Do some yo-yos, fucking do something. <laughs> but but if you just all of happiness is comedy, then it's just like, well, then if if you have a bad set, yeah, then it's like that's that's everything. You know what I mean? So I sometimes will put too much pressure on shit and then I have to like take a step back and and be like, no, this is <laughs> you gotta relax. Well, when you did your um the the, the Comedy Central special with mm. Kevin Hart, like what that's like I mean, I don't even know. Like were you how were you scared, nervous? What were you feeling? I was more nervous um from the so there's two shows I got to do with Kevin Hart. And one of them was called uh, Heart of the City. Mm-hmm. And then each episode is a different city. So I did the Detroit episode. And I was more nervous for that. Cause that was like my first like TV appearance just in general and meeting Kevin Hart and all the, the half hour I was more excited because they, he, he picked me from that show basically. So then I was like, Oh, well this guy already likes me. You know what I mean? Like they, like, you know, like the audience is gonna, I kind of knew almost what to expect that it wouldn't be like a cold audience. You know what I mean? There's, uh, you know, they're, they're going to get them ready and get them yeah. excited and stuff. So I was more just excited for the uh, for the half hour. That's good. How, how long had you been doing comedy up until that point? Um, I would say, what am I, third, eight years? Because I feel like I'm at 11. It was 10 years and then quarantine. Uh, I guess we still count it. We got to mm-hmm. count it. I don't know we, if you yeah. did a Zoom show. You gotta, you gotta, yeah. you gotta count that year. Uh, you should have, if, if you would have sat out the whole year, I feel like you wouldn't have to count that year. But I think, like, based off of like, I don't know, sports rules. <laughs> if I played a game that season, I think oh. it counts. Oh, okay, I get you. Yeah. So I think I did comedy for eleven years. Eleven years, gotcha. And, uh, now, and so I want to say, damn, there's there's math. There's high math and then there's high live recorded math. <laughs> ah, shit. What year was that? Yeah, let's say three. That feels right. Um, final answer. So wait, <laughs> you were performing for three years and then got that. The- no, no, no. I'm sorry. Three years ago. So eight years. Okay, gotcha. I'm trying to f- the f- think of how long ago I did the special. And I'm like, well, I'm at like 11 years now of doing it. Oh, okay. okay. So whatever you did great yeah thanks <laughs> I, I, great. Hope, I hope i got that math right so i could google it right now and and figure it out but it's fine math you know it's, fuck it it's no big deal overrated mm, that's what i always say math no i don't say that i'm trying to pretend like i have sayings but i don't who has sayings you mentioned like At families people, having sayings, yeah like, every time i only see like rich families on tv shows have mm. sayings that's it i think i just have friends that have they just had it's just a small base of people but yeah yeah i'm used to uh do you do you know ron taylor the name is familiar oh he's a he's a friend of mine he's also a comedian and he he lives out here's my roommate and he'll i feel he just remembers everything that his family's ever said so just lately in my head i'm just i just i just and then i see that on tv of everybody's family having sayings and then then you see like an if it was like uh 
American Idol or something. Oh, maybe <laughs> like, like, yeah. Yeah, and then, then everybody's like, like my father always told me. And I was just like, damn, my, my parents didn't give me sayings. <laughs> it, or it could have been sayings that it just maybe wasn't delivered in that capacity ah. of like, yeah, I could it would just be like, don't forget a jacket. My dad always thought I was going to get cold and regret it later. That's yeah, the most that. consistent saying. That he really? Had. He always said, then that's it. That's his saying, yeah, I he'd guess. Get, he'd get angry. Uh, he, he'd get anxiety at the thought of you being cold in five hours because oh. of a decision that you made. So he could have just been like, you know, hope this fucking kid does get cold. I told him to wear a jacket. He wants to be stupid. Yeah. He'll, he'll be cold later. See, he'll, was legit. he'll learn. That's what he that's what he could have said, and he would have been stress-free. But instead he'd be like, God damn it. No, you're too cool to bring a jacket. You know, then he would just get mad at me. Aw. For like, uh, for real mad? Eh, not like for just the way that he got mad. Okay. Just father mad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. see. Okay. Um, so that was his saying. Wear a jacket. <laughs> wear a jacket. <laughs> you're gonna tell your kids that. Um, what would you, because a lot of your comedy with, with, uh, Roast This Post, uh, it's a lot of like social, like you're talking about social issues. Mm-hmm. Um, where, how do you decide like what it is that you want to talk about for that episode? Um, yeah, I, I think that I, I think of, I, I try to like gather a list of just things that are happening currently uh and if i can do something about something that's like you know that's that, that's been in the news recently that's that helps but otherwise um some sometimes i'll try to do one of something that's happened in the news lately and yeah. then i take too long to to figure it out and then so then i don't do it and then it's just an idea of then then i'm like okay but what was the what was the bigger picture of that and mm. so then if i can think of uh, so then sometimes that's how some subjects come about okay. of like just thinking the I like the bigger picture idea. Um, One of the issues I feel like is that uh, with white people, uh, you guys have been not you, but uh, in general, sure. uh, have been had a difficult time talking to each other about race yeah. and privilege um, with your audience with Rose's Post. Do you find that you have a, a, a white audience and are they receptive um, there, there is. I, I'd say it's the majority of the audience is black, but there are. But I do know that uh, many white people that um, are receptive to it and uh, either have slightly changed their beliefs or just oh. majority, majority just kind of uh, felt that way uh, to begin with. And did they uh, tell that to you through the comments or? The- yeah, oh, cool. yeah. It doesn't. Ha- <laughs> Usually, if somebody disagrees, it is—it's uh, usually just a lot of angry words. But uh, but I do remember the times where um, somebody DM'd me and was like, uh, "Somebody else." I didn't say anything. I I said whatever it was in the video, and then a black woman uh, explained to somebody why their comment was <laughs> was incorrect, uh-huh. and uh, and then he DM'd me about it. And was just like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I didn't, I never looked at that. Oh, I never looked at that, and was like, wow, that's cool. So yeah. in the comments, though, they're like having a dialogue yeah. about it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a lot of dialogue in the comments. Oh, yeah. that's cool. I didn't check the comments because I was like, <laughs> they, I don't know if YouTube is <laughs> monitoring them yet anymore, but yeah, YouTube. I, I had yeah, to YouTube, take a break from the comments. Yeah, yeah, the face, my Facebook following is the biggest, and those are the ones where the the comments can get a little bit more. 
do uh, you fun because on YouTube I think it's more just like there might be like three comments of somebody being like you're stupid and <laughs> like, I don't know <laughs> just the letter you are yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> I'm like okay yeah like it. yeah um YouTube comments are the best have you I've uh I've had some white folks some of my white friends tell me that they have been unfortunately in a room with someone who said something racist and thought that they would agree because they were white. Mm. Have you ever experienced that before? Like just being in a room as just one other person just joking around and then they'd say something so foul and like, what? Ah, yeah, where you had to figure out, is this <laughs> yeah. a shock value yeah. thing? Yeah. Is this in your heart? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah. Is this, and then measuring that, and there's the awkward sometimes looking around, like, is anybody, gonna, who's going to be the first one, if if someone? You're like, who's, are we all going to take this together? <laughs> what you? are we? Who does it? Who's the one? Yeah. So sometimes there's like a look of like, all right, Jesus, who's, <laughs> who's going to take this one? Uh, do you feel because you do a lot of your stand-up is that and all your shows mm-hmm. are that so do you feel comfortable I, I felt uh, speaking out more as as I've gotten older mm-hmm. um, I can't think of too many environments growing up where I wasn't one of the only white kids so it, I, I feel like I, it, it I, I feel like if I was I got I would have been just as ignorant as any other white yeah. kid, I feel like, if I was in a different environment. But, um, yeah, I, I usually, I, I don't feel like I got that into that environment until, like, college. And then I started uh, to do comedy, like, around that time. And I think that, yeah, so I, I, 
it, it 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 wasn't that often that I was like the just a, a whole bunch of white people and one yeah. of them just making jokes type of settings. Yeah, that's good. But do you um uh you've toured around a lot and so you've mm-hmm. been in lots of different types of rooms. Um, do you have a preference in like that kind of audience? Like who's the who's your favorite kind of audience? Hmm. Um. If I was to just have want the goal be just to have as much fun as I could on stage. Uh, I'd like what to like the per, the percentage and age of each person. What what do you mean? Like I feel like I would want a majority black audience. Uh huh. Um. That's cool. The age range <laughs> of around my age to twenty years older. I don't know. So that's where no, but because well, you do in your head, you know, like you've you yeah, know. yeah, just, yeah, you know. So that's okay. That's cool. No, I, f- I feel like, like that's when type. I have the most when I have the most fun on stage. Okay. And uh, but I still do headline like you know the white clubs, for lack of a better term, <laughs> in front of white people in white land. Yeah, and, <laughs> white land. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like you're in something Oklahoma. You know what mm. I mean? Type of a thing. And uh, Just, and those are always interesting because then I have to make the decision like. Sometimes you're like, I don't think I'm ever gonna come back here, and if you like, if if that's in your head, that's a to me, that's just a lot of like, I would it be more fun for me to make this awkward? I could talk about book bags for 45 (laughs) minutes. You know what I mean? Like I have, I find things other than race funny, so I don't feel like it's you know I don't feel like obligated to talk about it necessarily in like any different setting. But when I know that the audience like disagrees with my my beliefs as a human being then it's like do i want to try to sneak it in a little bit to where like and then or do i want to build do i want to make it awkward as fuck just up up top because there's too many trump flags in the parking lot and just like and then just open up that way but yeah So so yeah i would not yeah i'm just trying to imagine like going to like a job a comic like to go perform just saying that like hmm do I want to perform here right now? Because some people don't even, like, even Google the comedian they're going to see. Like, oh, they don't even, like, there's so people that just go to yeah. the comedy club. That's true. And then, like, in my bio, it, it like, literally, and then I put that in there just so I could say fuck you to the audiences when they tense up. I put some line of, like, uh, it jokingly like talks about lighthearted things like uh, book bags and social equality or, or I forgot how I worded it. I don't remember yeah. it, it off the top of my head. But then then I can just be like, well, no, fuck you. You didn't Google this. You it's didn't know fair. it. You went yeah. to a movie. You didn't even know what the movie was. You yeah. just went to the movie yeah. at eight o'clock and then you got upset that you didn't like the movie. No so returns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And if I know that I'm like, this isn't going well enough for them to want me back until unless like I'm a <sighs> famous person. Yeah. And then 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 that changes things. So if that's in the back of my mind, sometimes I'll I'll talk about race more. Okay. If I feel like. Yeah, yeah. If I'm like, this would I, I still want to work on this joke. <laughs> I'm not gonna come that's a good back place to here. Test it out. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Because when uh when it was the most awkward was when I was working on my half hour because this is what my half hour will be. 
So oh, that yeah. I know that the, the I know that if I wanted to make these group of people laugh, it would not be with this half hour. <laughs> yeah. I mean? like, yeah, it would be more comfortable jokes that didn't talk about race in front of the Midwest Midwesterner, yeah. you know, white people, and uh, and it's like. And I feel like I feel like in the North they almost want to talk about race less because somehow they think the South is where all racism is, mm. and it's like <laughs> it's you know, yeah. like, they, they really overdo that a lot. And so it's just the, even the, just the talking about race, I feel like in Michigan a lot of times in Ohio and Indiana was just uh, was was difficult. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But you you do it so often, so I know you do it pretty well. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Um, I have another question, like super completely different, di- different direction, not different direction, really. Okay. When did you start smoking wheat? I tried, I think I, I, there was like 10 times that I tried that I feel like it didn't do anything, uh, which in retrospect means I am, am I dumb? I don't know what I did wrong. First, like 10 times I tried smoking weed. It was just. I felt nothing. Okay. And uh, flower, I'd like, say it was around 22 like or something. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and then when I was 24, my girlfriend enjoyed smoking weed. And she was a little bit more like, no, that's what people say that. And then it maybe oh, it's the time. 11th <laughs> time. But no, you're not the one person that marijuana has no effects on. You're, you're not that guy. All right. You just keep trying. it's gonna happen and uh yeah then then that was fun that was (laughs) that was great what was your experience when did you like really lean into it like this is start accepting being a pothead fully accept it i might have accepted it like right away because i was like i enjoyed it so much that i was like nobody's gonna fucking no you've either tried it and you like it you tried it and you don't like it but you still understand why other people like it Mm -hmm. I I don't know anybody that could try it and be like fuck that That yeah you know what I mean that's that's insane no one has a hard like that's that's insane to me and to me it's like you know that's still just believing things from so long ago that it's like insane now i feel like weed has crossed too many uh financial and racial spectrums in the united states for a lot of the uh previous you know stereotypes about it to to be believable anymore yeah but you still have people like so my mother is always like we like weed is bad weed is bad you shouldn't be like be careful be careful and then she's sure. like, what you should try are these hemp pills that I'm taking. These hemp pills are really <laughs> <Yeah>. great. <clears throat> I'm like, okay. Not like, you know, hemp yeah. is weed, mom. Hemp <laughs> is weed. It's the same thing. So it's like that. It's just there's the lack of education that yeah. is just unfortunately plagues the world at this mm. point. Just like not even being, I don't even know. how. Like, how do your parents feel about you smoking? Um, I don't know if they know. Oh, okay. Did you think they, they would care? I think no. I don't. <laughs> this was kind of. I was like, that'd be fun if this is how they found out. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Yes. It's because it's, it's like it's legal here. Yeah. So I, to me, I'm just like, it, this is legal. 
That and that this marijuana is legal <laughs> in the state of California. I, it my right t- turn signal doesn't work. It was that the illegal thing I did today was drive here. Dang. <laughs> Not the smoking of the weed. Don't say that on TV. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's true. It's just such a, it's unfortunate. It's getting better, but yeah, hopefully everybody will be fine with it. Yeah, yeah. My, my mom had a different uh, perspective, I would say, with the last, uh, when, it, when it was up for election in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And from her experience, it was just like, well, yeah, the people that, she's met that smoked weed were lazy. So she's like, so she was like, and that was just the people that she knew. She didn't know that many people that smoked weed. So, you know, so to her, she was like, I don't think anybody's a bad person for smoking weed. That's, that you know, she's like, I just think it's, she viewed it like like cigarettes. Like, I I don't think it's it's not good for you. Why would that, it makes you lazy. Why would you do that? Like, so, so it wasn't as much judgmental towards the people as the drug. But then when I kind of was like, had my little political passionate moment of like, all right, even if it does make you lazy, at the end of the day, black people are way more likely to be arrested for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure white, the white man will just try to find another way. They'll be, but Always, yeah. I'm not saying they're gonna give up here, but it would make it a lot more difficult uh, to just uh, you can't arrest somebody in Michigan now if you if if if, they, if a cop says they smell weed in your car, they have legal permission to search your car. Okay. So that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. You can't say yeah, maybe you do smell smell weed in my car right. because it's legal. So you you, you, you smell that coffee too. You know what I mean? You got to come <laughs> up with another thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, w- when I explained that, she was like, okay, that's a good point. Hmm. Good. So, so, yeah. yeah. So she's like, yeah, I'll, I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll vote for w- weed legalization. You know. Okay. And uh, so I don't. Yeah. And when did it's you? It's like f- they're cool with. I, I I think my dad needs this. My dad needs weed. Yeah. I mean, a lot. How how does it help <laughs> you? Like it does. Like in what ways is it like improve your life and help with like mental health? Um, I think a lot of the times that I would get the most anxiety would be towards the end of the day for me. Usually I start the day in a good mood and then towards the end of the day would be my, uh, I'm not doing enough. I'm not working hard enough. There's people with less than me that are doing more. What's my excuse? Whatever worries. And when I'm high or if, when I'm even when I'm just even smoking to high on the whole spectrum, <laughs> I'm, I, I, that those thoughts I don't think like that at all. Yeah. So, um, like for me, I've been on, ang- I've been on anxiety medicine like my for for years, and uh, but at some point, it almost was just like medicine that you just have to take because your brain's used to having it for so long. Ooh. Where wow. it's like, you know what I mean? Where it's yeah. just like it's you don't even need the medicine. It's not balancing yeah. anything anymore. You know, like, but it's like, if I don't take it, I get a headache. So, you know what I mean? Like, that's how that can, if you take like Xanax or Lexapro or shit like that long enough, uh, that's how it could be, you know, for some people. Yeah. But, um, but then I'm just like, this is, this is way better. (laughs) Super better. (laughs) Way better. Um, Because I was on antidepressants, but I got rid of it because it just, like, I wasn't able to be myself and able to Mm. like... I wasn't doing my comedy, I wasn't doing my music or anything. And I was like, well, fuck this. I'd rather be depressed 
and still do, at least trying to do the things I love rather than like having those antidepressants in me and mm-hmm. then just not doing anything at all. So I got rid of it and mm-hmm. had to, I was like, I gotta find another way, another other way. Mm-hmm. How long have you been, do you mind mentioning the, the what no, you're on? The, I'm on Lexapro. Okay, how long have you been on it? Um, I started, and cause there was years that I stopped taking it and then I just went back. Uh, I started in college. Okay. Like I think towards college. Cause I just, I was, I just noticed that I, I that I was thinking differently. Like it was like, oh. it was like, I, like, I was like, I need to go to the doctor. Cause oh, the, wow. there's, I don't know what it is, but this sucks. I, I just what always freaked feeling? out about imaginary things. Like it was <sighs> like my brain was trying to, uh, trying to brainstorm a thing to stress about. And uh, like, I didn't know who my, like things that like, you'll figure it out you know mm-hmm. but like like uh this is when i was going into college i had no idea who my roommate was they didn't respond to that shouldn't be a stress at all yeah. but i'm like but what what shit do i bring i'm gonna bring an entire apartment and then he brings an entire <laughs> apartment one yeah. of us is bringing the microwave you know and like and that's not a thing to, to yeah. really stress about <laughs> but, you but then i was like things at that level would be like way bigger to me than they should be mm. And I, uh, and then, yeah, then I started taking uh, Lexapro. Okay. Or I think, I think they tried Xanax or something too much at first. And then that was like, I fall asleep when I'm driving. They're like, that's bad. Whoa. So let's try something else. That happened? And then, uh, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> was everyone okay? I mean, everyone okay was okay. okay. I kind of like, kind of hit the back of a lady's car. Oh, but wow. like not enough to like hurt her. Okay. Every, like just enough to piss her off, you know? <laughs> I've had that happen before. Yeah. <laughs> Get super mad. Um, but you're okay, you're okay. Um, yeah. So you've been on it on Lexapro since, uh, you said college? Yeah, and then there were some years that I would, I think just just to do it, to feel like some self-control or something, I feel like I was like, I'm gonna wean off of it and you know cut it and cut it down and then just not take it anymore. And then so uh, I, I did that for maybe like, three or four years or I forget exactly how long but then I started taking it again and I still take it now because originally it was um and I've just been trying to go down on it just for the sake of doing it I don't know if that's the right thing to do or whatever but uh what was I talking about <laughs> Lexapro yeah Lexapro going down on the the dosages um I had something yeah okay I had something um, how does it make you, th- so when you were off of it, were you, what was that moment like for those three and a half years? Okay, yeah, that, uh, thank you. you. You got me back there, that was it. Uh, so when I was off it for three and a half years, I, uh, yeah, okay, so then I was off it until, um, until my girlfriend, and then she was like, I've, and then she kind of pointed out that I was kind of being stressed for no reason at wow. some point and was like, you might want to consider going back. Uh, <laughs> and then I, uh, then I, then I went back on it. And then I would, I would always try to like get off of it, but then something else weird would happen. So then I had really bad uh, acid reflux and uh, it got bad enough that Pretty much at the time, my doctor said it, it was called like silent reflux, where it's oh, like wow. I didn't, you, you don't get a lot of the negative symptoms uh, until it's bad. Like <laughs> you might not, 
like feel the heartburn or anything like that uh, throughout the process. But uh, so I didn't, I, I was having only, I only loved things that were bad for it. Like I was just, just, just beer and yeah. hot sauce and lemons and fucking just, just the only the worst things for this. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, my doctor was just like kind of recommended me going back on anxiety medicine because stress can make your uh, um, acid reflux worse. And it was I was having trouble like breathing. My acid reflux was bad. <laughs> where it was like it felt like my throat was being pinched. What is? Are and you he just... was like, we're going at this a hundred percent. So uh, whatever when you stress can make it worse. And I was like, well, I was. He's he's like, go back on that. <laughs> okay. And so I was like, okay. So, you, so that's, what, that's when I went back on it again. Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> um, and, and that's, you went back on it and, and have stayed on it? Yeah. No, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever had any uh, therapy in between all of that, a therapist? I, I did go to, I went to uh, like a, like a therapist, the therapist like at college, like there was like oh, a cool. counselor, yeah. therapist uh, at Eastern, yeah. uh, Eastern Michigan. And I, uh, I used to, li- <laughs> I used to live at in a frat house. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to word it in a way to where you understand that I was not in a fraternity. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not the white guy that goes in. I, you know what? No, no offense to the people that want to pay for friends, whatever. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. but you know, I don't know. And so, <laughs> but. There was a guy that I knew my freshman year. I went to the dorms. I lived in the dorms, and then there was a friend there that was like, "Oh, hey, they they just need another." They just, last minute, they had oh. somebody that moved out. You don't have to be a part of the fraternity. You just you five hundred bucks. You want a room or something like that? And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that'd be great." Because my roommate last minute uh, uh, couldn't couldn't live, so I didn't. I last minute didn't know what to do, and then uh, that was not a good experience. Ooh. It was not a, not a good experience. Um, I got into some drunken fights. Some of the dudes Ooh. that lived there tried to like grab my girlfriend's ass and do weird shit. And we got into a fight. And then, and then uh, somebody who moved out of the fraternity, who I thought was a normal person, um, uh, recommended this house down, down the street. He's like, well, now that if you're going to leave this place, uh, now you need a new place. So I, I moved into what I eventually found out to be a crack house. Oh. At the, but it was a real, you, you hear crack house and you don't picture a nice house. Yeah. So, well. so uh, I, uh, somebody let it be known. Uh, was, uh, somebody eventually was like, yeah, no, they've been chasing like a guy. I think you live in a crack house. There's like the police have been looking for somebody. <laughs> and so then, uh, yeah, then I tried to get my money back from the guy. Uh, he, and uh, basically, so then um, he, he, he did not at that time. He did later on, okay. which is this weird. This is a happy ending, okay. Which is weird. <laughs> uh, but I did go to like therapy of like the amount of bad decisions of like I'm fucking getting all these fights with I don't know where to live. Yeah. I can't pick a place that's not a crack house or a place <laughs> where everybody beats the shit out of each other. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think and I don't I, I'm at college for no reason just to check mm. the adult list a bu- a box. A lot. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I want to do with my life. And then so I, I don't 
and I went to some counseling there and the lady was great. It, okay. I enjoyed talking to her. And yeah. then from there I was like, yeah, this is real. Like this is, people need to do that. Yeah. People need to talk to strangers yeah. about problems in life and just saying it out loud will make you feel better. Saying out loud, <laughs> putting labels on things like this yeah. is what this is or this is what that yeah. trigger is. Yeah. yeah. But then the guy paid me back years yeah, okay. later. Did he hit you up and was like, hey, I got the he, money. Uh, he hit me up and said that he wanted to make amends cool. with people of his past or something. Oh. And uh, and I was like, okay. And like, I, only, I didn't, I might've asked him like a couple of times after then, but then I was like, yeah. I, I, this is a loss. And, uh, but then he called me and uh, my brother went with me because he, re he remembered my brother because my brother is bigger than me and he tried <laughs> to intimidate him at the oh. time that I moved my stuff out and made him like sign a fake contract that he made him go type out, type out a contract that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, okay. So he was scared of my brother. So then he came with me. <laughs> In case this guy's lying, because this is weird. Yeah. This is six years later or some shit, and now you just want to pay back somebody fucking $800 or something out of nowhere. This is just weird. And I get there, and uh, he, um, he, he like gets, because I forgot that he didn't, he didn't drive. He's a bicycle adult. And uh, it's not a bicycle city. You can, if you, if you, it's not, it's not a bicycle city. If you're a grown man with a bicycle in New York, I ain't judging you. Uh, this is, you ain't, you're not getting far. You call him a bicycle adult? He's a bicycle adult. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And right, <laughs> so he got in our, we were letting him in the car. And, uh, but then he, uh, I got out to see that it was the right place. And then when I sat back in, he got in the passenger seat and then he looked at my brother and we were going in reverse, like to go to the bank. That's what he was like, oh, I need to go to the bank. And then he like was like, oh, I prefer to do my banking alone. And he like jumped out of the car. And then we waited in his, in his uh, driveway for like 40 minutes while he rode his bike to the bank. What? <laughs> and then he came back. <laughs> And then he gave me like seven hundred and sixty dollars, like or if that was the number. I just know that he was like forty bucks shy because he he was like, oh shit, I should have kept something for myself. I'm sorry. Uh, um, uh, uh, I'll get you that later. And I was like, that's fine. He's never gonna. And then he still did. <laughs> oh, he did. And then he did. How many hours later did he come this back? This was no. This was like two years later. <laughs> I was working at Jimmy John's. <laughs> And the Jimmy Johns was like was like a mile down the street from where that was. And then he saw me one day. It's if it was like a Sunday. And he's like, so do you always uh, he's like, oh, I remember you. I mean, he was just paying with his debit card that day and he didn't have any cash. And he was like, are you going to be here next Sunday? And I'm, and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, all right. Uh, I'll be here. And then he came back and he gave me the $40. So he's a good dude now. Yeah, I think. He's, uh, so far, yeah, that's cool. Oh, uh, yeah. I've never heard of anybody getting <laughs> their money back. So. Yeah, I know. You did it. So I guess I'm gonna start wrapping it up. So let me see. Um, what other questions are gonna ask you real quick? Um, um, oh, so one, thing, one thing that you mentioned in some of your work is that um, uh, you used to do door-to-door -door sales. Yeah. And uh, you learn that uh, it doesn't matter if you're right. It has, doesn't matter at all yeah. if you're right. It's about convincing the other person yes. that you're right. So <laughs> all right. how would you convince an 
evangelical Christian <laughs> Trump supporter, hmm. anti-vaxxer, that you're right. Hmm. That was a deep one, huh? That was. <laughs> so to convince that evil person. <laughs> I'm not, I wouldn't be off to a good start right you now. Sure, they if they heard me. Okay, if yeah. they, like, you gotta hear me out. <laughs> okay, but like, oh, wait, let me start. Let me start. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah, let me shake it off. Just wait a second. Let me, I'm, just, I'm warming up. Let's warm up. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I feel like it would, it, 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 I don't, I don't know if some people I could uh, convince individually, but uh, I would like look at history and try to show like this is what's been helpful in the past. And um, I, I, I just, I, I think when, I think I remember that interview too. Um, what was so, it was an interesting thought because I'm just like, I think there's just too many people uh, that it, they wanna get something done and they think that, well, I'm right, that that means something. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, that's not how the world works. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, your good intentions could be great, but uh, it it doesn't make it effective. And, uh, but you can feel good, like, oh, I did a thing. But you know what I mean? Like, if, yeah. if you can go through the motions of life that way, if that, make, if that uh, makes you satisfied. But um, yeah, there's so many times in door-to-door -door sales where it's like somebody's paying $300 for, you know, TV, internet, and phone, and I'm like, this is a hundred dollars, and they're like, yeah, but it's just gonna go, gonna go up later, and I'm like, not to, not to three hundred, yeah, yeah, they're gonna screw you at some point, but until then, you're gonna save, you know, two hundred dollars a month for the next year, so worry about that in a year, and they're like, yeah, no, fuck you, and I'm like, what, what the fuck? But I was right. <laughs> I could have saved you money, <laughs> but I was right. Yeah. That should do something, and yeah. uh, and uh, yeah. I think I just think that I think that relates to so many things like in politics there's a lot of people that are just like but that's right so that's what's gonna happen <laughs> you know they they have too much faith in like the justice system as a whole or uh, just in their elders and politicians yeah. or anybody just people put a lot of faith into other people sometimes and I'm like hey, even if they have good intentions that might yeah. not they might be right but what are they do what are they doing yeah the actions yeah Okay, okay. So I don't know if that person specifically. I don't know. Uh, Maybe, hopefully, just time. <laughs> hopefully that person makes a kid that... So yeah, I was going to say, like, some, love or some, like, yeah. some, something. Uh, yeah, yeah. Experiencing someone different mm -hmm. and loving them, mm -hmm. caring about them. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it will take. So it's like no one can really teach that. You kind of have yeah. to experience it. yeah. I don't know how you Throughout yeah. time, like it might not be a quick thing. Yeah. Has anyone ever been like, you mentioned someone on your in your comments, but has anyone like in your life been like, you completely changed? Hmm. Um, people, I do get a lot of nice compliments. There are people that say things like that, like online and stuff. Um, personally, I don't know if there's anybody that's uh, been that bold. <laughs> to, so but, you, yeah. to, but um uh but I, I do feel like I, I have a lot of people that 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 support me it sometimes it's just funnier for me to talk about the people that message me hateful things that's just more fun to talk yeah. about but then, so but then sometimes I'll post stuff like that 
because it's just funny to me. And then other people will be like, you should ignore the haters. And I'm like, I, just, I wanted to make fun it's of fun them. Of, yeah. I, <laughs> I just, it's, also, it's funny. It's your show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I'm not, you're like, don't be bothered by it. Be the bigger person. I don't want to be the bigger person. Fuck this yeah, guy. How about that? He's on your page. <laughs> he came to you. <laughs> yeah. I'll be the same way. I got my page. <laughs> and hey, you don't have to be, you, you, have to you be can here. pick whatever part of the internet you want to go to. You can pick any part. Go <laughs> That is where I would take out all my anger and aggression on that person, like yeah, right there, like right. you. That's it. Yeah. Everything. I had, I had a woman named Karen message me personally <laughs> saying that, like, and it, it, it sounds like satire, like it sounds like a joke, but oh. no, for real, it was like she really was like, not all women. I'm named Karen, and this is this is making my life more difficult. <laughs> and white woman. I don't know if I had to express that if I didn't. No. Imply it. Yeah. Uh, no, a yeah. woman named Karen yeah. messaged me I, I, yeah. saying, fuck you, stop making fun of Karens. It's, it's the big, and I'm like, oh man, where has this passion been on anything else before? <laughs> what else have you messaged strangers about Ooh, that with wonder, this level yeah. of passion? So much. Probably. Compare those issues. You know what I mean? Some dumb fuck shit, probably. Yeah. I know. Get yeah. out of here. Um, uh, okay, well then, <laughs> what did you think about, yo, Budsy? I love Budsy. Yeah? I love Budsy. What do you love about Budsy? Uh, it's, yeah, I don't, I, I can be clumsy. <laughs> I can bring this on a plane, because um, it, it's just a water bottle. Um, it's, it's, it's simple. It's easier to clean. Because it's a water bottle, it's easier to clean the bong because weird shapes and you <laughs> yeah. gotta Google stuff and it builds up and it's ugly, disgusting. And then you feel like a terrible person when you're using it because you're like, look at all this, this crap. Gross what am I gonna stuff. clean this every single day? I'm not gonna do yeah. a chore. I'm already, it, uh, yeah. So then this, you don't gotta do any of that. Yeah. How do you yeah. feel about it? Um, I like it a lot. I do. Um, yeah, I don't have to worry about breaking it. Yeah. Um, I do feel like <laughs> this is kind of sharp, you guys. But Pef Puffco, uh, these little edges here for my little petite uh, hands, uh, kind of sharp. Oh wow! But otherwise, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, because I kept I kept hitting it or touching it. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I'm a, pretty a into very... it. Maybe if if this, I have all kinds of, okay, let me tell you, okay. So- You know, like when if, I make a better one, what I'm gonna do- If this could be deeper, <laughs> so I could put more weed in there. Yeah. Put more weed in yeah, there. Yeah, a bigger mouthpiece. A bigger mouthpiece. You need a bigger mouthpiece? Or- Oh, the bigger hole, yeah. stash storage thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm pretty into it. I'm still, I still would be nervous, like going to the Dodgers stadium again. And trying to get in with we, I would still be like having PTSD from it's that time. The same dude, and you're and you're wearing the weed shirt. I know he totally yeah, with this. <laughs> all all the cops would be right there, all of them. Um, yeah. So A plus, A plus plus. Thank you. Um, I don't Thanks know, for having thank me. You. So I was saying thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jeff. <laughs> thank you guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks to everybody. Thank Holding the cameras the, and sound to and stuff. Other, the people behind the cameras, you guys. Yeah. Some uh, cool people behind the cameras. Uh, thank you, Jeff, for being here. Um, uh, what's what's next for for Jeff? Um, trying to get out and do stand up more places in the world. Um, trying to think of uh, what I know. I'm gonna. I'm doing a tour. I don't have the date set yet, 
but the first two weeks of Florida. First two weeks of December, <laughs> I will be in Florida. <laughs> All around Florida. First two weeks of Florida. Two weeks of Florida. That's a Christmas song. I'll be in December. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. Yeah, then I'm, I'm jeffhorst.com or at jeffhorst on social media. Uh, I have all my dates and I'll be going uh, back to Michigan. I'm uh, so an Ann Arbor company uh, where I started. Yeah, back to Ann Arbor. I'm headlining the club there in September, first weekend. Um, Tight. Yeah, that's Tight. it. And other shows. Other shows. Um, thank you so much for smoking with me. Getting thanks. Lit. Thanks for having me. Uh, you guys. I feel like this is a really great episode. I hope y'all <laughs> enjoyed it. Uh, it's been like really dope. Uh, I'm super high, and uh, I'm glad. If y'all stuck around to the very end, I appreciate you. Uh, take care of your mental health. It really does matter. It really does matter. I just discovered this thing called tapping, that helps with like anxiety. So yes, look that up. Uh, oh, I should have told that to you because you had thank your anxiety. My bad. Um, you telling me now? I'm telling you yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think even then, uh, yes, it's a cool app. It's called Tapping Solutions. That it's like there's these points on your body that you tap, and uh, that it, it's just it it reduces my stress. I did it before everyone came here. Mm. Uh, it's super helpful. So check that out. That's a little tip for you. Uh, thank you again. Be safe. Um, love you. <laughs> Bye. Everybody, thanks for watching Dope Comedians. If you enjoyed what you saw, then tell your friends, share us with them. And you can also listen to the podcast version of this on Apple and Spotify. Remember to hit that like and subscribe button. And you can also follow me at Cool Black Chick. Thanks for talking with us and live long and stay. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to Dope Comedians. Subscribe now to access bonus episodes, clips, and audio. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and YouTube Podcasts. And follow us on social media at Dope Comedians. Until next time, live long and slay.